Hello, I'm Stephen Allen, and welcome to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. Hello again. Another day, another Stephen Allen Almost Daily. I don't know how you cope at this rate. I know how I cope. It's very little work, but for you, I've no idea. Um, welcome along to a podcast where we take a look at the news. In fact, you jo- this is what I normally do when I click pause on this bit before we hit the major part of the show. I c- take my news stories and I spread them across the desk. I don't really know what I need to move the keyboard out of the way. I don't know why having the new stories spread around makes it easier to pick the right ones to talk about. Uh, but we'll be talking about comedians, and that's got DNA in it. The news story, not the actual newspaper. Oh, I know I buy tabloids, but come on. What do you think I get up to in my spare time? Don't answer that. Uh, that's uh, to do with ghosts, and there you go there as well. These news stories will make a radio show that gets broadcast on FM. I don't know if you've heard about FM. It's... Uh, the future of broadcast technology and it gets turned into a podcast which you've already downloaded so you might as well sit through it and it came out like this well on the show today um try not to mention the storm because i don't know how to pronounce the name of it um also what else we're talking about we've got something about dating doctors would you like it to date a doctor i don't think you would really they know too much don't they about the way the body works wouldn't trust one as far as i could throw them um kylie's in the news ghosts deserve an update normally on this show we find some stupid angle whether it's aliens ai taking over the world Loch Ness monster and ghosts are turning up quite a lot so more on that story as we plow on through this show i like this new story because it rewards my slovenly nature um cats cats are in the news cat hair is being used to help catch crooks because apparently you can then you can test the hair for DNA, and then offenders with moggies often inadvertently leave pet hair at the crime at the crime scene. Most strands of uh, dead or missing roots, making it impossible to identify DNA. But there's a way of coming around that, so you can you get the cat hair, and you can identify a criminal by the cat hair that they've got on them. But I put it to you, it must be true the other way around. If someone nips around your place, nicks some stuff, and there is cat hair on it you know that it belongs to you because of the cat hair. And my place right now, our cats are molting like you wouldn't believe. Two little moggies, they they've got, they sit there and just scratch, and you can just see it fill the air. I know the same thing happens when I scratch, so I shouldn't judge, but it does mean that if ever the missus is saying, oh, look at the cat hair on this, and I can just say, yeah, but if we leave it on there, it's, it's like when you spray that water stuff all over the stuff so that police can work out what your uh, which ones are your goods. Yeah? You're not convinced, but I'm still going with it. There's another one of these stories where celebs go on about ghosts. We've covered this before. I think it's Christopher Biggins, Elton John, there's some other ones. Mark Wright, actually. These celebs who just say, I've definitely had a bit of a frisky business with a ghost. No, you've, you've not. You've, just, you've not, but it gets you in the newspapers. Same thing's happened again. Shirley Ballas from Strictly is convinced that she came face-to-face with a ghost in a hotel bed. It's always in a bed, these people think they've uh, come across ghosts. The Strictly judge, who was dressed as an evil queen on this week's Halloween show, um, had an eerie experience in a 16th century castle in the Wirral. She said, I had a paranormal experience when I was staying in a castle. It's very odd. I could have sworn that someone else is at the bottom of my bed. We've been through this time and time again. Celebs, you didn't see a ghost. You didn't sleep with a ghost. You didn't make out with a ghost. You didn't be fondled by a ghost. What happened was, someone in a sheet turned up and absolutely fooled you. 
It's simple. Tell you the next time I'm invited to a Halloween party, that's all I'm going to do. Turn up in a sheet and be like, right then, who wants to snog a ghost? You get away with it. There's a, a, an upsetting story. Are you ready to be upset? Your heart will bleed. BP says that its latest profits are lower than expected, despite the fact that it's pocketed £2.7 billion in three months. But to be fair, they expected more. So, ah. Uh... Now your heart bleeds, doesn't it? During this cost of living crisis time, to find out that the energy company, they've, they were expected to make uh, £3.3 billion, but they've only made 2.7. Oh, oh, my heart bleeds. Why don't you do a charitable appeal? Give whatever you can, but do give. BP needs your money. And they've got most of it, but they need all of it. In fact, you know what? You know when, you be- when you're buying petrol and you try and use the page, not page ago, the contactless? They have the audacity to have the contactless machine say, would you like to make a charitable donation? You what, mate? If ever you're going to ask me for money for charity, when I've just been absolutely rinsed for a, for a tank full of petrol... It's not the time. What are you doing? Now, if they change it so the charitable appeal is BP, well, maybe I'll think differently. There's a story about junior doctors who've been advised to avoid using dating apps while they're at work. And I thought, yeah, because you're meant to be being a doctor. So get off your phone. It's not that. They say that doctors shouldn't use dating apps when they're at work because it stops them matching with their patients. Yeah. But because of some of them are locality-based or something, I, I don't really know, I'm past all this, but new NHS guidance says the risk of inappropriate communication due to many of the smartphones' GPS as being linked to the people in the area. So th- th- this story's got two sides to it, hasn't it? From the doctor's point of view, you don't want to accidentally match with loads of patients who might be in your care. From the other side, some patients are now thinking, mm, next time I'm in hospital... I might turn on my phone. You never know. I might get to date a doctor. So, you know, it's the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. How's your sleep doing? How do you sleep at night? I'm not asking that in a Matt Baker way. Um, Brits say that they're not getting enough sleep at night. Many only get less than seven hours kip, despite the NHS recommending you should have up to nine. Wouldn't it? Nine hours. Who gets nine hours of sleep? It also revealed that anxiety is the biggest reason that people struggle to nod off. Um, not for me. No, it's having a one-year-old. Uh, it's, it's yeah, that's quite tiring. And have I mentioned? I'm sure I have that my little lad stopped napping in the afternoon, which is annoying because it means I can't nap in the afternoon. Put on three songs in a row, I might get a bit of a, a bit of shut eye. Um, but other barriers to a good night's sleep include people going to the loo and having pain. The uh, yeah, it's really bad. But I tell you what's a bigger problem: it's having a one-year-old. I I love it when a news story comes up about people being tired. In general, I go through life hoping that someone will say to me, "Oh, I'm feeling a bit tired today," so I can just really get stuck in. You're tired. You should try. Oh, it feels good when you're righteous like that, doesn't it? Although it does tire me out. So it's if anything making the situation worse. Quick hit on this story. Gen Z workers admit to hiding in the toilet five times a day to take short breaks uh, from the daily grind because they find work too hard. No, I totally agree. I mean, back in my day, we had to pretend to smoke. Uh, so at least you're stepping in the right direction there. Uh, I'm amazed that they're not doing it through vaping. Just hide in the toilet and play on the phone. That's what I do. Yesterday, we found another one of those news stories that was, you know, people who are mo- most likely to cheat. People who dress up as vampires, apparently, at this time of year. 
We also know from previous news stories, men with beards, large noses, tall men, ones who earn a lot. And most of it breaks down to people who get the chance. The greater opportunity you have, the greater the availability of cheating, the more likely you are to do it. I wonder if this fits in the same category. New research says that salespeople are the most likely to cheat on a partner at work. This is a casino that did a study for some reason. Um said that uh, the allure of the forbidden fruit can be tempting. I'm not sure salespeople are that forbidden. I'm not sure the idea of someone turns up trying to flog you something and also while they're at it trying to do something else. But I think it's that they're out and about and they meet people. And therefore, they do some cheating. You sit in a soundproof room on your own uh, for a couple of hours in the afternoon. Keeps you safe. Padded, some people would call this room. Which actually, now I'm thinking about it, why did they give me this job? Hmm. Uh, Podcast, nearly done. We didn't get round to Bill Bailey believes that comedians must get funnier or risk losing out to AI bots. Mm. Uh, If you look, it seems like extra work. How long is it until I have to congratulate an AI on LinkedIn for getting a job better than me? Um, AI, though, it is starting to win me over. If you look on social media, I did a screenshot of it. Um... I use the Bing search thing on my phone. And every so often, it just starts a conversation with me about something I've searched for. And also, I'd recently searched for my own name so I could see who was performing with me on uh, Saturday in Wimbledon so I could make a little graphic. And then this morning, it just suddenly popped up and went, who is Stephen Allen? And it described me as a comedian that's taking the world by storm, one of the most loved comedians today. And I'm not in any of that but it's scary that ai has already learned that flattery and lying can get you somewhere so it's uh it could end up being one of my exes one day and carly minogue's in the news she said that being in vegas has given her more energy she's 55 i should go to vegas then i need something giving me more energy i'm absolutely shattered although if you ask ai i'm full of beans and then graphic cigarette packet style warning labels on meat could uh, cut, cut consumption by 10 percent. it says I mean, that's not much, is it? What kind of pictures? I'll eat eat this steak, but I'll leave 10% of it behind. It's like you're being taxed. Uh, Warning labels could improve public health. I understand how the pictures on cigarettes put you off. But the weird thing is, there used to be an advert that was on the London Underground that had a cigarette that was being cut open. On the inside of it, it had like the fatty bits of the inside of an artery. And after a few pints, that advert made me want a kebab. I don't understand why. Absolutely got a craving for it. So, you know, maybe these pictures don't always work the way that they want you to. Listen, we're out of time on the podcast as well now. So uh, subscribe to wherever you found this and you could have more of these winging its way digitally to your phone or other device. Um, Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Stephen Allen Almost Daily. 